Welcome to the Catholic Apostolate Center podcast series. A profound experience while on retreat is at the heart of Resurrected Repentance by Kate Fowler, which was originally published on the Catholic Apostolate Center blog. Reading this blog post today is Chrissy Kirby. I remember the first time I felt true repentance. It was not because I got caught making a bad decision, not because I simply felt guilty, not because I thought about what others might think of me, all of which might be gateways to repentance, but not sufficient in and of themselves. I remember the first time I felt true repentance out of love of Christ and sorrow for the rejection of his love through my sin. I was in a small chapel in the hills of Los Gatos on a five-day Ignatian silent retreat. The assignment on this particular afternoon was to spend time praying over and reflecting on your past sin, on how you had rejected God's love, and in doing so, on how you had contributed to his pain on the cross. It was a heavy day. I took a deep breath in the chapel and started remembering and reflecting on past sinful decisions. Some I knew blatantly. Others seemed inspired by the Holy Spirit. I had not even realized how past decisions might have affected other people more than myself. And I was illuminated in such a way that I saw how my sins spread out like a web, contaminating the lives of others. Tears flowed unguarded from my eyes. How could I have done such things? I placed myself within the crucifixion narrative and saw that I had joined the Roman soldiers with their whips, their taunts, their hammers. I had pierced my Lord. I felt terrible, like the scum on the bottom of a lake in the darkness. And then I felt him. I felt his gaze from the tabernacle. He beckoned me, inviting my eyes to meet his own. I can't look back at you, Lord, my heart said. I'm too broken, too ashamed, too unworthy. I kept looking down on my lap, afraid to meet his gaze. But the feeling of being looked at persisted, gently. After a few moments, I could no longer bear it. Anything, even in Christ's condemnation, would be better than avoiding him. I looked up, and I met love. I felt Christ's presence in the tabernacle and saw him looking at me as a bridegroom looks at his bride on their wedding day. Joy, peace, and love filling his face, eyes brimming with pride and tears and awe. The gaze with which Christ looked at me turned my blemishes into radiance. I became a spotless bride because of the overflow of his love. I knew in the midst of my sin and ugliness, perhaps the ugliest I had ever felt, that I was inherently and infinitely loved, and that my dignity was in him. And so the tears flowed evermore, tears of humility, peace, and joy. I had been given yet another chance, which I used to further receive the sacrament of reconciliation. I assumed the joy and freedom I felt after this experience and after going to confession is how Mary Magdalene felt when she met the Christ and was freed from seven demons. We know with certainty that Mary Magdalene had been cured of seven demons and that she was a follower of Christ and that she was present at the crucifixion. We also know Mary Magdalene, like all of us, was a sinner. When Christ met her, she might have given up, 
She might have been plagued by seven demons and thought that perhaps she would never be free. Christ offers her another alternative, freedom. As a result of our encounter with Christ's forgiveness, both by encountering His love and by being reconciled to Him, we can live in the joy of the resurrection. For this reason, it is fitting that Mary Magdalene is cited as the first witness of the resurrection. St. Augustine called her the Apostle to the Apostles. We find Mary Magdalene in John's Gospel, weeping by the open tomb of Jesus three days after his burial, for she thinks his body has been stolen. When Christ meets her, she mistakes him for the gardener. Mary, Jesus exclaims to his forlorn disciple, calling her by name, John 20, verse 16. Kate, he exclaimed to me in the chapel. He meets us in our despair, our sorrow. Only then can we join Mary Magdalene in looking at Christ, recognizing him and meeting his gaze. I imagine she grasped her bridegroom's feet, kissing them in thanksgiving and bowing before him. We cannot stay there in gratitude. Christ called me to go out from the chapel and go out after receiving the sacrament of reconciliation, as he did Mary Magdalene. Do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers. John 20, verse 17. The repentant sinner becomes the apostle to the apostles. This can only be so after we have encountered the love of God. Today I invite you to an examination of your own sin, of any time you have rejected God's love. Do so in a sacred place, a chapel, a church, a reverent place in your house. I invite you to this in order to surrender these moments over to Christ and allow Him to transform them by His love. Allow Him today to gaze at His beautiful creation which has become broken or tarnished by the fall and by sin, and allow him to meet you where you are at, to love you there. Only by knowing how infinitely you are loved will you be able to go to his brothers and go out to all the world in love, radiant, joyful, and renewed. For this and more blog posts, or for more information, please visit www catholicapostolatecenter.org. Thank you for listening, and in the words of St. Vincent Pallotti, may the charity of Christ urge us on.